As we got out of the car, Carla described the building. All right, the place is square, red brick, four stories with street-facing windows. Looks like that bottom floor is basement apartments. They all have those half windows, and it looks like it was once flanked by a gas station and some sort of grocery store, but now they're both boarded up. This time, Carla parked close to the curb so I could step out onto it, avoiding another crab-walking fiasco. When I beat her to the right front fender, I felt victorious. I only stumbled once, walking to the entrance of the building. Carla didn't mention the cat until it let out that awful screeching sound cats make when feeling put upon. Apparently, it mistook my fuckstick activity for predatory behavior. Carla, animals count as things you should point out. What? Why? We're not evicting the cat. For me, dumbass. The guy who can't see. Oh, sorry. I'm just trying to check my email while we walk. She stopped and pulled the door open, nudging me inside with her elbow, which told me she was still playing with her toy. I tapped my cane on the floor in front of me. No buzzer on the door? No. Seven steps into an echoing foyer, and Carla started giggling. Apparently, the elevator had been out of service for a while, based on her description of the doors and surrounding walls. God, I wish you could see this, Morno. I wish I could see a lot of things, Carla. No, I didn't say it out loud. It's like the building corkboard or something. There are so many signs. Hang on, wait here for a second. She let go of my arm. Then I heard a click, followed by more giggling. (laughs) This day is getting better by the minute. Oh my god, there's a huge erect penis drawn in marker on the metal elevator doors. I just took a picture of your reflection inside a big dick. Excellent. Proof for my exploitation lawsuit. There are laws on the books for abusing the disabled. Carla described the signs. One read, Please make sure the elevator is there before stepping in. With an addendum scrawled in red ink, It's never there. I assumed the next sign, which Carla read while snapping a picture of it with her stupid phone and saying something about Facebook, was in response to the previous one. Out of order. Yes, it's really not working. Yes, I've called the repairman. No, I don't know when it will be fixed. Oh my god, there's another one that says, In case of fire, do not use elevator, use water. But the word water is scratched out, and someone wrote prayer underneath it. Carla... Are you done collecting pictures for your social media accounts? Or should I find somewhere to take a seat? Well, there's nowhere to sit but the floor, and I would not recommend that unless you've got all your shots up to date. Come on. Carla tugged me toward the stairwell. I figured that out about the time I heard a door whine on its hinges, and the sound of our steps became hollow. My cane smacked against what felt like the bottom of the stairs when Carla stopped moving. Hang on, I'm I'm trying to figure out the best way to do this. These stairs are wider than ours, Morneau. I could tell she was standing on the first step because I could feel her breath on my ear and understood our present standing heights to be closer than usual. Her shoulder was touching mine as she held my upper arm. Is there a handrail? I felt around, found it attached to the right side of the stairs, and pulled my arm from her grip. Let me do this. I switched the cane to my left hand and held it straight up and down so the tip touched the base of the stairwell at the floor. I slid it up to gauge how tall the step was 
Then did the same with my left foot, proceeding upward. Right hand on the rail, left hand holding the cane, so the tip would drag from step to step to the left of my leg. Since I hadn't been getting out much, stairs still felt uncomfortable to me, and I clearly looked it, based on Carla's fussing. Okay, now go left. It's a normal square landing, just like ours, but wider. And the next set of steps are... A little personal space would be nice, Carla. She was behind me with her hands on my back. I don't want you to fall backwards, Morneau. You're making me nervous. You look wobbly. When the rail ended, I slid my hand along the wall, following the three sides of the square around, until my fuckstick encountered the next set of stairs. We repeated this process three times, because obviously the laws of irony require evictees to be on the highest possible floor when a blind man forced to take the stairs becomes part of the existential equation. When Carla nudged me through the door on the third floor, the bonus smells we encountered brought no relief. In addition to the ever-present scent of piss, there were all manner of cooking smells mingling with an oppressive moldy funk that left an aftertaste. Okay, it's one straight hallway with doors lining both sides and then one at the end. Only half of the light bulbs in the ceiling are working. The carpet is brown, thank you, Jesus. I don't even want to think about what you would see if you blasted this place with luminol. Took you long enough. I guess that's our guy. He just popped out of what looks like a storage room, that door at the end of the hallway I told you about. He ain't answering anymore, the little shit. I'm just going to open the door and let you two deal with it. Get him out of there so I can change the locks. No crowbar? No, just a big key ring. We're not cops. We're here to serve papers, that's it. I've already told you we cannot physically make the man leave. Eviction is a legal process. Just get him out and I'll do the rest, goddammit. I started the process with this bastard when he went on house arrest. He knew his days were numbered. The goddamn process is ending today. And the only question is how it goes down. You hear me in there, you piss ant? Come out nice, or you and me are gonna dance. I heard keys jingling and turned in their direction. Can we knock first like civilized human beings? Or is that against your process? I'm not wasting any more time. He wants to play, we'll play. How do you plan on changing the locks and holding the guy off at the same time? Seemed like a lot of bravado for a guy who didn't know if he'd find the muzzle of a gun pointed at him when the door opened. But maybe I'm just jaded. What wafted out on a tide of heat was a familiar scent. One that did not bode well for our evicting. How long did you say it's been since you spoke to this guy? I don't know. A couple days? Carla didn't sound good. Oh, Bordeaux. God damn it. I'm not cleaning that up. The super didn't appear to be as moved by the scent of death as Carla, who was currently doing that thing you do after puking, where you're kind of moaning and roughly clearing your throat to stave off another heave. Oh, man. Buddy, I'm guessing whatever she just deposited on your carpet has nothing on what we're about to find in there. Go call the police. The good news is they won't have any problem getting him out of there. I think he'll go nice and quiet. As he trundled away on heavy feet, I heard Carla moan. So, dead guy, huh? What are you crying about now, woman? I'm not crying. My nose runs when I puke. I tapped around on the floor to get my bearings and then crossed the threshold onto carpet that felt more plush beneath my feet than the low-pile, well-trodden stuff in the hallway. 
I pulled a wadded napkin from my pocket and held it over my nose. Breathe through your mouth. When I didn't hear anything, I turned and waved my fuck stick around at hip level. Where are you, woman? I'm over here. Carla, ordinarily I wouldn't make you do this, but since I can't see, I'm afraid you'll have to join me. Ugh, Mordo, can't we let the cops handle it? Obviously the eviction papers are moot at this point. Sure, we could. But I have this weird personality quirk where I like to know how the decomposition I'm inhaling correlates with an actual body. Oh, God. I know Carla. First of all, she'd seen dead bodies. What was different here is that she'd never smelled one before being able to ascertain its whereabouts. It's a little more ghoulish and unnerving when you're forced to play Find the Corpse. But she wanted to know as much as I did, and I based it on how no more cajoling was needed before she put her hands on my hips and nudged me further inside. Okay, the Rubis Square. Kitchen area immediately to your left. It makes up uh, roughly third of the space. On our right, a couch, a recliner, and a coffee table. There's a flat screen on the opposite wall behind us. If you walk straight, there's going to be a hallway with two doors, one on each side. I'm guessing it's a bathroom and a bedroom. It's cleaner than I would have pictured, given the smell. There's no clutter at all. I heard nothing in that description about a bloated body. So I guess it's behind door number one or two. Go ahead. Lady's choice. Oh. All right, hang on. I heard Carla rummaging around in her purse. A sound I've become familiar with since she's always got her purse, and she's always rummaging in it for something. Okay, I think this will work. Carla, do I need to remind you that words like this give me absolutely zero insight into what this is? Nor am I able to ascertain what the word work is referring to. A baggie put over my hand so I don't leave prints. I'm just trying to get my vitamins out. I forgot to take them earlier. Just give me... Swallowed them dry, huh? Good call on a stomach just divested of its contents. I heard some plastic rustling, and she was shoving me forward again. Okay, stop. Hang on. Turn this way. We're going to go in the left door first. Carla reached around me with her left hand and pushed the door open. I could feel her chin on the side of my left arm. Okay, it's a bathroom. It's clean. The shower curtain's clear, and there's no body in the tub. Looks like door number two, then. I turned around, and she turned with me, her body clinging to mine. Carla, can I have an ETA on when we'll be over this clingy phase? Uh Uh-huh. Soon as we make sure the dead guy is actually dead. She reached around me again, the door creaked open slowly, and I felt Carla startled next to me, but not enough to indicate she was looking at a bloated corpse. There was, however, a much stronger scent of decomposition. Oh, I can say with some manner of certainty that the dead guy's dead. What have we got? Huh. There's just a bed and a dresser. Hang on. Carla moved me slightly to the right, and I felt her body lean in farther as she continued to grip my hips. Oh, damn it. There's a closet. Two doors. They're closed. Oh, God. This is so gross. I'm drooling. I think my taste buds are offended by the stench. Open the closet, Carla. Nope. Mm-mm. Carla... He is obviously in there. There's nowhere else he could be, and I'm not opening it. Sorry. Mm-mm. It's not happening. You've already opened two doors. What's the difference? The difference is that in every fucking horror movie I remember being traumatized by as a kid, something popped out of a goddamn closet. Janitor's closet, dorm room closet, hospital closet, linen closet, bedroom closet. Mm-mm. 
Nope, no fucking way. I'm not doing it, and you can't make me. Give me that damn baggie and put me in front of the closet. Carla slipped the baggie over my hand. I had to ball it up to get my palm all the way in. Then she walked me further into the room and turned my body to the left, ushering me a few steps forward before she stopped. Because I didn't want to disturb any evidence, I carried the cane straight up and down at my right side. Carla took my left wrist and guided it to the door handle, and I felt her step backward. Ready? Oh, fuck. I didn't give her a chance to respond. What the hell? Just yanked the door open and nudged the right door open with my foot. Don't you puke in here, Carla. The baggie was snatched from my hand, and I heard Carla filling it up with what remained of her stomach contents. (laughs) Oh, fuck, I hate this job. This is so fucking vile. Now I have to carry around a bag of puke. It's warm, Mordo, and my vitamins are floating in it. Just tell me what's in the damn closet. (sighs) A guy hanging from a rope around his neck. There's one arm slung through a loop. His legs are buckled, his face is purple, and that arm in the loop is purple too. His stomach is so fucking distended, it looks like it's about to explode at any minute like a big fucking pimple. He's got his other hand down his pants. Underwear, I should say. Hanes, boxer, briefs. It looks like he might have pissed himself because it's all fucking yellowish, brownish, stained. Look like he did it himself. As opposed to what? Someone came in and trussed him up and then watched him jerk off until he croaked? There's, like, pulleys and screws involved, Morno. Not to mention all the hanging clothes fit neatly into the left side of the closet, and the shoes are on that side, too. Looks like this guy spent a fair amount of time in here. Take a picture. Morno, his neck is oozing. I don't want a gross dead guy on my phone. You can transfer the JPEG to a thumb drive or the office computer at your next possible convenience. Once they take him out of here, all we have is your memory. And as I recall, it's become a little paramenopausal as of late. But why do we need a picture? This isn't our case. It's nobody's case. It's just a guy who had some weird sexual proclivities. No fucking judgment, but he apparently waited too long to loosen a fucking slipknot. Probably. Take the picture anyway. Anything look out of place in this room? (sighs) No, it looks like a room. The dresser has a mirror over it, and it's directly across from the closet. His bed is up against the left far wall. Long ways or sticking out in the center of the room? Long ways. Wait, that is kind of weird, isn't it? That he doesn't have the head up against the wall and the bed coming out in the middle like most people? Because there's nothing else in this room. From where he's hanging, what would he see in the mirror over the dresser? Everything. His whole body. I mean, the mirror is straight across from him. Probably why the bed's where it is. So when he plays in the closet, he can watch. I wanted to see if she picked up on it, but she didn't say anything, so I continued. Let's find the thermostat. It's hot as hell in here and... (gasps) The closet doors were closed when we came in here, Morneau. If he liked to watch, why are the doors closed? Good question. Carla led me out of the room when we found the thermostat at the end of the hall. Oh boy. It's set at 92 degrees. Take a picture and let's go. Wait a minute. You think the cops are going to figure it out? Figure out what? That somebody killed him. That's what you think, isn't it? I don't think anything right now, Carla. I'm just taking mental notes. But that's exactly what I thought. I just didn't see any need in getting our panties in a wad over this one. We had enough on our plate, including, but not limited to, figuring out who wanted her dead. 